you. And we're recording. That green screen action. Look at yeah. that. Like it's really there or not, like every other episode of Twilight Zone. He looks just as real as he does in this episode, which has the worst green screen so far. With the umbrella? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I was laughing at that. <laughs> I was like, well, they tried. That's why I think this is, this is the first episode. They're trying to... They're trying to fake that illusion of him not really being there. So this is all right. It's the eleventh episode, but when they think, when I, they I, when they resyndicated it, they tried to say it was the first episode. It feels like a first episode. That, that is what happened, though. Yeah, it does feel like because I think maybe I guess this the when, when Jeremy Piven gets struck by lightning, I laughed. That is the funniest shit I've seen in a, in all these episodes. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the weekly podcast sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the podcast. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the podcast and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren... Any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for two continuous hours. Podcast solutions got to hear me pour a drink. fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the podcast concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. LIW The Twilight Zone Review is now in effect. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Toys Review, episode 301. We watched The Lineman, which is turns out not about football. Like I thought it was I almost be. thought that was going to be happening, yeah. And as soon as I saw electrical lines, I was like, oh. Yeah. That. As soon as I saw Jeremy Piven, I'm like, oh, it's not football. No, no, no. No. But no. that would have been even funnier. Jonathan. like, Rudy. Oh, God. Jonathan Frakes directed this episode. Did he really? He did. Oh, wow. I didn't even see his name. Yeah. I, well, I only find out because IMDb said it. Yeah, I didn't even notice the director's name on there. I, don't, I think we didn't get one. But Jeremy Piven stars as an electrical... He's a... His job is... He's a repairman for like a, like phone lines. But he only works on power lines for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. Um, No. No, and this is like an hour episode, wasn't it? This is a long yeah. one. This was yeah. this, that's, that's another giveaway that this is the first episode because it was longer. <clears throat> it aired way after the first episode. They just that's threw so it. Weird. Like, I feel like the, the DVDs they they put it in the first one. They reordered <laughs> them based on the syndication. That's so weird. So, are there yes. other hour long episodes of New Twilight Zone? That was just the only one. I think this is the only one. But that's luckily, so weird. I'm kind of glad it was this one and not some of the other ones because I like, like this one. <laughs> 
This one was fine. Uh, I, I liked it until it started being redundant. Uh, annoying, yeah. It was like, it, it kind of had that, like, I kind of wanted him to win. I didn't want I didn't want him to go crazy and be a weirdo at the end of the movie, at the end of the episode. And it just kind of just built. It's just like, eh, because it was too long. If you're, if you're going to go cr- make him a dark, weirdo, crazy guy, do it faster. And make him do something that's like unforgiving. Wow. He's just a lonely man in this one. It's like that the episode we watched where his uh, the only sin he had was being a sports agent. Remember oh that yeah, yeah. The Brian like, Austin Green one. And then that one too. It's like you stole your dad's baseball to make a business for yourself. But it's not like you couldn't buy that baseball oh, back and give it to your father. You're talking about last week's episode, Sanctuary. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah there's well, a couple of them, them where it's like yeah. They made a minor, a minor, not even like bad decision. Just like they're kind of scummy in the view, in the eyes of a writer, of a TV writer. I get, and, and they're like the worst people on the planet. Yeah. In case of point, <clears throat> Joss Whedon. <laughs> I don't know what this guy, my last line, my last note is, what is the lesson here? Yeah. Which I guess we'll get into. I, do, I don't think there is one. I do want to play Forrest Whitaker's intro because it made me yes. laugh real hard. So they're sitting there in the car. It's him and his best friend who are there for the whole episode. Their boss is a lady, so obviously they want both want to bang her. Oh, she's Olivia Diablo. Everyone wants to bang her. Yeah, they they she makes him go up, even though they're supposed to. The handbook says we have to wait for half an hour after a storm. And she's like, "Get the fuck up there, asshole!" And he's like, "Okay." But then Forrest Whitaker comes in here. And charter member in the fraternity of lonely dreamers. Tyler is about to test ah! to the breaking point beyond. You might say what you're about to see is impossible. Probably in most places. But not here. It's not raining on him at all. Because he's not on the set. I know. He's not a, they he's could still add now. some rain. He's inside his set with an umbrella, and like, listen, Forrest, walk with his umbrella. He goes, why? His first impression, why? Oh, we have to blend in with the scene. Why can't I just be there and do it when you're shooting? Oh, Forrest, we can't do that. We've got to do all 43 episodes right now. We're doing that today. That's today. We got huh? an hour 45 left. Hop in front of the green screen. And, and, and do the line. Yeah. It's... What? You can tell the the C, the sorry the green screen didn't look good for a lot of them even worse than normal because like the next episode he doesn't he's not even on screen just voiceover. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. <clears throat> this felt like the first episode because they were trying to attempt to make it look like he was really there with the umbrella and him being outside in the rain, but it was like obviously something was off. I like that they inserted the yeah when he walked. Good Foley artists yeah. on the show. <laughs> Okay, Only so on this show, would you foley my footsteps? There is a, it's almost kind of a remake of the classic episode, The Prime Mover, which stars, uh, what's his name, Buddy Hackett? No, not Buddy Hackett, uh, Buddy Epson. Oh, but oh, yeah, that one where he was, yeah, he was the genius, and his friends used him, or yeah, they end up using him, and he just kind of goes along with it, and then he uh, fucks him over just to say, just to teach him a lesson. But there's a lesson to be learned in that episode. This one, I'm not sure. What? Yeah, because Buddy Epson was like the, just the, kind of the the like the he's a meat guy. The, yeah, he was a nice man, and his friends used him, and he taught him. In this one, <clears throat> he just does it by himself. He becomes a multi-millionaire 
playing the stock market because he has powers. He can read minds because he gets struck by lightning and he dies and he comes back to life. Which this, all happens. This is the story of a of a regular nice guy who is a victim of a tragedy. <clears throat> a tragedy that makes him go crazy because he can't control anything anymore. Like his brain is going haywire because of overload of information. He makes a decision while in that crazy state and then gets punished because of it. Yes. I, I don't understand. These are the weirdest Twilight Zone metaphor. Like the morals of the Twilight Zone, modern, modern day Twilight Zone, don't make any sense. And Forrest comes out and he's like, "He's a son of a bitch." You're like, why? This guy was given the moon <laughs> and he just—he's a nut. <laughs> what? He tried to take it all. Shouldn't have done that. But he—that's not him. That's the. Then again, think fucking his what, brain up. Was this episode a metaphor for Jeremy Piven's career in the early 2000s? It's about hair plugs. That's what this is. Because after this movie, after this episode, he does a little thing called Entourage. And that is like, he becomes this character. Yeah. He even tries to get people to love him with his, his, his mind power that he thinks he has. I'm Ori! Love me! Lloyd! But I have hair now! Fuck you, you're... I hate all you people. I love you, honey. How many mornings do you think John Cusack has to wake up to a drunken voicemail from Jamie Piven? Like, put me in the movie. Yeah, man. Well, I think it's both. It's a, bo- that's a double-sided <laughs> coin yeah, right now there. now it is. John Cusack don't work at all either. No, he does. Just He, he lives in the red box with Nick Cage and I need to, Danny uh, Glover. I need to, I'm doing a movie right now with Danny Glover and Nick Cage. It's called Amos and Andy and Andrew. <laughs> Versus John Travolta. It's the third movie. And Bruce Willis. Tommy Lee Jones, John Travolta, and Robert De Niro uh, play the three cops <laughs> going after me, my, myself, Tom Sizemore, and Kevin Bacon. It's all the old actors. It's called Redbox, the movie. The movie. That would be every the greatest actor, movie. Every actor or every forgotten actor from the 80s and 90s are in, are in the Redbox uh, saga. Holly Berry. Shows Bush, but nobody wants to see it. <laughs> she she just won't stop showing it. <laughs> We're like, show it so me. she'll stop. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm Catwoman. Oh, oh no. Did no, I used no. to make you feel good 15, 20 Love years it. ago? Oh, God, no. Travolta's uh, dropping dong for no reason. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's going on over here? Oh. Christy Alley pops in. He climbs dead the He climbs the line and gets struck by lightning. Yes. He's dead for three hours and thirty-seven minutes. Yeah. And why is the doctor in the ER like obsessed with lightning facts? Yeah, that's funny too. He's just like a like encyclopedia I, of lightning facts. I feel like this was a TV pilot and like the characters were gonna because it kind of like all these characters that have their own worlds going on, but it's just too much for an hour episode. This had to be a pilot episode to a bigger show. Yeah, it's called X Files, the one with Giovanni Ribisi and Jack Black. Which one's that? The Lightning one. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's an episode Weird. of X Files, like season three, I think. Was it? Did they get electrocuted? I'm trying to remember the exact plot, but I was like, I looked it up because I'm like, Dad, I swear there's next files about lightning and stuff like this, and yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. See, that's why we needed X- Adam here. He's the real expert for the X Files. It's called DPO. Um, DPO. 
in the, it was the third episode of third season of television series X-Files. Um, let's see here. Wow. The original concept was a one-line, I don't know, starring Lightning Boy, who had been tackled to, tacked to a board. This is just like behind-the-scenes shit. Okay, it was a series of lightning-related deaths in Oklahoma, which are eventually connected to the one person who survived a lightning strike and emotionally charged youth, which is Giovanni Ribisi. And Jack Black's there as well. Yeah. I remember watching that episode live. Did Giovanni Ribisi get me tooed? Because he's just gone now. I don't see him in anything. He shows up and stuff. I've never, I have not seen him in anything in like five years. I think he got Scientology'd. Maybe? I think a lot of the Scientologists aren't getting work like they used to. Yeah, they all got frozen out, basically. Lee Remini did a lot of damage, which is good. Yeah. Good for her. What do you mean, Leah Remini? Yeah. You call her Leah Remini. However you pronounce her last name. <laughs> Leah Remini! She was the remedy to Scientology. No, Remini. I, I thought, is it Remini? How do you no, pronounce Leah it? Remini. Remini, okay. Yeah, I just know that because she used to be on a, a, I just a, wanted it to flow better. show I listened to years ago. Whatever her last name is. Yeah, they said her name quite a bit. <laughs> no, yeah, this episode, like, a lot of it was good, but then it just it got too long. And I really do think this is a pilot script for a show that would have, like, explored all of these characters in depth. And like every episode would be, you get deeper into these characters, and they try to save this guy who's becoming more and more sort of lost to his power. It's weird, it just because at the end of this episode, like he does, it's everything's amplified by a million because like that one point where he he like puts his head in the microwave. Oh, which I laughed <laughs> I about that. And he stabs himself with a fucking uh, outlet, with like a, with a meat thermometer. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's an electricity gauge, and he stabs yeah. the. Like, the the plug into his arm. He's like, oh! he's, like he's fried up. <laughs> I completely like, forgot goes, about that. Yeah, and he goes to the, the playground to get Olivia Diablo. goes, love me! And he, he's shooting waves at her. And then her mind wave sends back to him. She calls him a monster. And he's like, oh! It's so weird. There's a lot like, in this episode, and all of it's the same. Been like, this this could have been a miniseries. Yeah, it, it does kind of feel like... Uh, uh, the Dead Zone mini or Dead Zone TV show, it's yeah, something like that. It's I don't know. It, it's bizarre because it's Doctor Lightning saves him after three and a half hours. Now he can see just fine. Jeremy Piven's eyes are fixed. Yeah. Um. He walks over to his landlord's baby and stares at it until it cries, which I laughed at. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a blue aura that comes out of their faces, like Donnie Darko. Um. <laughs> he goes to a bar to celebrate that night because his friend's pushy. Uh, his boss lady shows up. He doesn't know who she is. Uh, she apologizes and then gets the fuck out of there. She apologized because she basically destroyed who he really was. Yeah. With her stupidity. He goes to a lawyer with his friend. And he wants to sue the company. He's like, what's that going to do to my boss, though? And he's like, oh, nothing, nothing at all. And he sees his aura and he walks out of there. You get that classic scene. You can't just walk out. That's a that's my cousin's friend's neighbor's babysitter, dude. You can't do that. Roommate. Yeah. Come on, man. He's like he was gonna steamroll her. I, I had to get out of there. Well, come on, man. And then he makes his friend prove, or he proves to his friend that he can actually see read thoughts. He's like, yeah. think of something. 
He's like, oh, that's your mom dying. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, mean to make you think of that. <laughs> Come on. Well, and here's the other thing that makes me feel like this is a this is a pilot script to a bigger series. They go and play poker with the mafia. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's reading the you can read the guy's minds and he, he sees their cards. So they win like ten grand in a night or something. And then like Piven is like, if they go to Vegas, they'll get caught. And he says if they catch you twice cheating like that, you'll never be allowed back. So he says, what's the next best thing to gambling? And he said, the stock market. So then he goes to Wall Street. He's hanging out like at a Wall Street bar. And he's like reading all these guys' minds on Wall, which is kind of goofy because it's like, how do you know that stock's going to work? No. All you'd, all, you'd, shit. all you'd feel is their opinions, but they yeah. don't know. They still don't know. Because it's like if you got a Jordan Belford who's selling <laughs> yeah. bad penny stocks. What, what happens when, when you go, oh, fuck, this Belford guy knows what's going on. I'm going to put every dime I have on his picks. And that was the scam. Yeah. Cause you could be buying the Steve Madden shoe stock. Well, yeah. And just, yeah. but Jordan Belford's a kind of sociopath where he'd sit there going, this is great. This is great. Like, he, he believed it. Yeah. He taught himself to believe it because he's practicing his speech for later. I'm not going. I'm not going. Oh, I watched that again the other day. I need to wait. I didn't get that movie. That's one of my favorites. It's great. It's amazing. That is a good. That is a good movie. I love it when he wakes up <laughs> on the plane and he's buckled in and he's trying to get uh, what's his name, Jonah Hill to uh, uh, untie him. He's like, I can't. The captain did it. He's like, Why did the captain do it? He's like, Do you not remember last night? And it shows him dry humping the stewardess <laughs> over the <Yeah>. table. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that that's that movie. That's Martin Scorsese at eighty, showing everybody off how how good of a director that guy it's is. It's embarrassing. Yeah, how, embarrassing how good he is else. at making movies. Yeah, so much so that I like it more than Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm gonna go Casino, then Wolf of Wall Street, and then Goodfellas. Wow, that's saying something right there. Yeah. What about Shutter Island? Your other favorite? No, I, I love Shutter Island more than it sh- I should, but it's still not like I'm reasonable about it, you know. Well, you know who's not reasonable? Jeremy Piven in this no. episode. <laughs> and he starts to paint, which I thought was funny. He's trying to be an artist. He's painting. He goes crazy. <gasps> he stabs the paint. Like, again, this felt like a big yeah. series in one episode. It was like five episodes in one, in one sort of... You could be right. Play. Because there, I don't know. It, it is a very montage episode. Yeah. Where he's, he does a painting. He does a thing where he has to start drinking and then... He starts dating the girl and reading her thoughts and immediately ruins it when she, like a fucking child, walks out to the patio and grabs meat off the grill. Why the fuck did she do that? No, she like, she, she burnt herself on the, on the grill somehow. Yeah, like a child would. Because yeah, if well, you watch the flashback, like what he sees is like, meat. <laughs> She's, ah! I wanted to see what the meat felt like. I want to play it. Here it At is. At first I thought... He was feeling the pain of the meat. All right, here it is. <laughs> I can't believe oh I found God. it that quick. You're right to it. <laughs> She's a big dummy child. Watch it. <laughs> Look at that ass. Oh, Olivia Dabo's hot. <laughs> I don't know who she is. She's on Greedy. She's the hot one in Greedy. She was in. Um, I haven't seen Greedy in, in a bunch of years. movies. 
She's in Law and Order SVU with. Uh, she's in Conan. No, she's yeah, she's in Conan the Destroyer. She's the princess. She's in um, Rise of Skywalker. Bolero. <laughs> Point is of she no in return. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, she plays Luminara Unduli. Oh, that's right. She's on the Clone Wars. She's a Jedi. On the, she did the voice. She's a voice. So she does voiceover work. Yeah, she's a lot of lot of voiceovers. Holy shit. Yeah, she does cartoons. But yeah, no, she's a hottie. She's been around, but she was great in that Vincent D'Onofrio Law and Order show. She was essentially the moder- uh the um, I think she was supposed to be the um, what's his his uh, Sherlock Holmes' nemesis, Mon- um, Moriarty. Morrissey. Moriarty. Yeah, <laughs> we need to watch this. Oh yes, absolutely. Except oh, it's Kim no. Cattrall. Live new uh, live new girls, but I'm sure that's a false advertisement. Oh yeah, it is rated R. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Directed by a woman. That means really doesn't mean anything. Kim Cattrall looks like uh, what's her fucking name in this picture? Patricia, or, um, <laughs> a piece of meat that's been grilled too long. No, she looks like a Spider-Man girl. Tobey Maguire, <laughs> Kristen Dunst. Yeah, maybe that's Kristen Dunst. They made a mistake. It's a little Kristen Dunsty. No, I, I opened it up. Oh, Glenn Quinn's in it. Who? From uh, Roseanne. Oh, uh, the guy, the, the dead um, guy. Yeah, the dead guy. What did he die of? Oh, heroin. Was it really? Oh yeah, I'm gonna pull it up, and make sure. But oh, yeah, drug overdose. Um, oh shit. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Man, if only he would have not done heroin, he would have been on the Connors. Oh, yeah. Years later, but it, he would have gotten a Mark paycheck. Mark from He would have gotten a, a paycheck as oh, opposed to a. She's in Wayne's World f- as Betty Joe. Wayne's World Two. Who Olivia Dalbo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's in a lot of stuff. She she gets around. So back to the plot. This this all encompassing plot, which is fifty five stories in one. I will completely agree with you. It feels like a show that they just went. Yeah. We have four, we have three episodes of it. We'll whittle it down to one. Half an hour is too short, obviously. So we'll do forty five minutes. Fuck it. The, Jonathan Franks really loved this show. <laughs> I want I want to direct this, but you know what? It won't be a series. Let's just do it in one episode twice. So, remember that scene where he goes back to the doctor to get cured, and then he looks at the nurse and he's like, he sees a, a I thought it was a fantasy, but I guess it was a memory of her getting banged on his desk. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I guess I'm making this all up. And, and she's pregnant. She just doesn't want to tell you. Yeah, doctor, and you have a wife at home. Yeah, doctor, how would I know like, that, bitch? And then that doesn't go anywhere. No, it's, yeah, that's what I mean. It doesn't go anywhere. So like, that's what I mean. That's why it feels like this is a show. Like, that would be a whole episode right there. And the doctor goes home, and he has problems with his wife. He's studying lightning on his computer at home with all his lightning bolts. <laughs> lightning. And the wife comes in. And the wife goes, oh, honey, it's a storm again. Are you record? Aren't you going to record your storm for your logs, for your journal that you're writing? Leave he's, me alone. He's got the, the seven journals. So just yeah. Lightning at 3 or 4 a.m. I puked on a man in the bus. <laughs> a man died. Struck by lightning. I woke him up and he I puked all over him because of his banality. I laughed. And I couldn't stop laughing. 
<laughs> I could have 50 men in 24-hour shifts read these. And then you cut to the next scene where the doctor's in bed with his wife. And yeah. she, she's sitting there thinking about, he's been spending a lot of time at work with his new secretary. And he's just sitting there going, and also lightning struck in Paraguay. And it was, and he's just going, old, like, oh my God, honey, she's like, shut the fuck up about the lightning. You are a medical doctor. You had one guy with a case of lightning in the last 30 years and you will not shut the fuck up about it. Huh. But he comes home that night and he wants to plow. He's like lightning case. Oh. Dr. Lightning. There's so many spin-off series we could do for the show. We got Dr. Lightning. We got uh, Dr. Po- Lightning. Powerline Meat Hands. I don't know what to call her. Ah. This, this bitch, the boss. Yeah. We got the, the friend <laughs> character. Okay, so he starts to go crazy. He starts to lose his fucking mind. I was starting to think when he was going crazy and you see like he's all like, looks like he's coked out. I'm like, is this a prequel to his character from Smoke and Aces? Because he still yeah. has the power at the end. Yeah. So is that how he becomes a magician and, and he's all crazy so he has to lock himself up into a hotel room in Las Vegas? Only if this was directed by Joe Garhan would I believe that. Oh, man. I... I'm telling you, maybe this is a Joe Carhan series that turned into Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces is another movie I love more than I should. It's okay. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. No, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I like. I do like that movie. I wouldn't say What's it's a great on, movie, son? but I love it, and I love uh, Chris Pine in it. And I didn't realize it was Chris yeah. Pine for yeah years uh, until later. a couple years ago. Yeah, but he's like, oh, is that who you after, Israel? <laughs> You were a pie shit show? Oh, man, small world, wasn't it? <laughs> he's oh, fantastic man. in Joe Carnahan movies. Yeah. He's in Stretch, and he's got like... Yeah, I need he, to see Stretch. He parachutes into the scene, <laughs> and he's got long hair, and he's like, hey. <laughs> he's so fucking funny in it. Oh, God. Stretch is not a, not as good as Smoking Aces, but he's really good in it. Yeah. That's why. Lost you. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> I want to see how long we have dead air for. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah, he, the mafia scene was way too quick for me to really get. I didn't it. even know what was going on. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like 40 seconds. Yeah. And, and they're done. And then he decides to just go to to the Wall Street, and he's making millions of dollars. But then this is where the show divots, and then you're like, "What's going on?" Like he, he short sells a stock, and it goes broke, and he cashes out and makes millions. He buys her a car. Just, yeah, well, like he does all that, and she's like, "Don't you understand that 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 costs people's lives? Yeah, and you ruin people's lives with your power." And he goes, "So it's a business. So I don't care." Blah. It's just like, okay, yeah, that's fine. It's not his fault. Like people he, invest in the stock. Like I don't understand why you're so upset about this. The only real mistake I see that he made in this episode was he read her mind, and she also said it out loud that her ex yeah. was rich. Yes, but it's her ex, and she left him. And he got that in his mind of, I need to be rich, too. And it's like, right. but she clearly doesn't give a shit about that. So, but then again, he, his brain's fucked with. So you can't really blame him for no. interpreting things a certain way when his brain has been severely fucked with. Yeah. Well, well that was the other thing. She's, his boss 
So she makes more money than him anyway. So she's already more successful beforehand. So it's like she she probably wants a guy that makes more money than her anyway. She, I mean, I don't know. She liked him because he was sweet. Right. She's like, oh, you're sweet, and touches his face a bunch. I'm like, yeah, don't touch me. Yeah. Like, even if you're like smoking hot, uh, don't touch my fucking face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't like. Stop. It's like it's like face off. <laughs> I want to take his face off. No, when when John Travolta uh, rubs his hands across the kid's face, oh Michael, Mikey, <laughs> da- dad, dad, that's not. That's, that's like the weirdest. Oh, Gina Gershon's like no, no, st- stop, Caster, stop, Caster, what are you doing? It's so weird. Oh, Shawnee boy. <laughs> Like, so, like, Sean's, the, Sean's Travolta's character's name. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, what was his What was his name though? The kid's name in Face Off that gets killed. Mikey. It was it Mikey? Yeah. And the new kid is Mikey. I've seen that movie ten thousand times. What is yeah, it, what, I, is, I what is her son's name? If um, I would have had, if I always think, if the shot would have been right here. I would be dead. Or one one inch dead. to the left. I'd be. Yeah. Mikey would be alive. Have you. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to fuck me. Oh no. Joan Allen. <laughs> bad casting in that movie. That was the worst casting. And she's a good actor. Don't get me wrong. Bad casting. You don't have her be the, the wife who gives birth to Dominic Swain. I mean, Jesus Christ, no. I mean, shit. Dominic she better Swain? than the contender. She looked better masturbating in a bathtub. Yeah, when she was black and white, and she turned to color. She came so hard, she saw color. She, she came so hard, she became pink. Damn right. Speaking of another, another Tobey Maguire movie. Yeah, We're on a roll here. Unlike Tobey Maguire. Sure. I'm sure Tobey Maguire will pop up in the next episode. Oh, I can't wait. I don't think so, though. No. I don't want to talk about the next episode, but we have to. Um, <laughs> well, I think we're done with this episode. No, 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 no. Because I I she breaks up it. with him at one point. She goes outside. He sees the friend kissing her. And I was waiting well, for that no, to that, go somewhere. That's, yeah. And that's but, when he puts his head in the mark. That's why I'm bringing it up, so we can show that. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Show the scene where, because that gives him extra juice to get more power. So he can use his mind waves. I thought he was trying to remove the power. That's why he's doing it. But no, he's trying to amplify it. Yeah, because he's right here. Okay. Her. Yeah. He just saw them kissing. He's kissing her on the cheek like a friend. And then he goes to the park where he finds her. I don't know why she's there. And he she's like got a kid. He mind rapes her in the park. She's yeah, like, love she, me. Does she have a kid or something? I or don't she, know. She's, she's just a pedophile. Because there's that one scene where she's pushing the kid on the swing, and he's like going, ah, yeah, he's putting his mind in the kid's mind. Remember that part? It was like from uh, yeah. being John Malkovich. Oh yeah, it was very weird. All right, here's the scene where he mind rapes her. Here it is. 
He's literally mind with a with a aura dick. It's funny. And she, you know, she's kind of a minx the whole time too, because she's just like, I like you, but I don't know. Yeah, she's kind of a. Are you? Are you? Is this your way of saying she deserved to be mind raped? Absolutely. (laughs) She was begging for it. She was begging for it. She deserved it. Don't apologize for him. She was off having fun with her her fucking volunteer kids on the side. Whore. And then he, the friend comes over. And he's like, what? Did you attack her? And he's like, yeah, what of it? And he's like, you change, man. Get the hell out of here. And he mind You're rapes crazy, his friend. man. He rapes his friend. He does the same oh. thing to him. Oh. And then he realizes the error of his ways. And, and he's like, dude, I am sorry. I need help. And his friend's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like. What up? He, he's well, mad a- because <laughs> his father was a drunk and now he's a drunk. So he says, I don't need another drunk in my life, man. You're done. I'm done with you. He's yeah. like, he gave you like all this money. <laughs> You're rich because of your friend, by the way. I got confused with the part with the scene with the friend because watch, he's drunk driving, he gets out of the car. And then he goes to the friend. It seems like he walked to the friend's house, right? Because here he is walking in there. And then he leaves his friend's house. He's got a bunch of cars. It's like his workshop. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like he got rich off of Jeremy Piven. And then this is where I got confused because then he's back to the car again. Like he just walked out of the car. Like, did he actually go there and do that? Well, is this all a dream? Is that what it is at the end of the episode? That's what I was waiting for. I'm like, oh, no, because it's the same fucking shot. Like, why show it twice? It reminded me of the... The terrible episode with a good actor, um, Final Lap or Last last Lap, the one with, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Clifton Collins Jr. Clifton Collins Jr. Yeah. He's great in it. Episode fucking sucks. But Which, I was like, again, it was an episode that didn't make any sense. Yeah. The me- the, the moral, the morality tells of these, of these shows, it's like, you're kind of not getting why you're going to die. I'm dying of cancer. I feel weird about it. Yeah, but your friend's dead. Who cares? How dare like, you be scared of dying how, at yeah, 20? It's just like, what? <laughs> like, you're 26. How dare you be scared of dying, you get selfish it, prick? You, get over it, you fucking loser. Like, what? Just shove off already, okay? Die already. Just die already, would you? You're just so boring. You're boring us. Ooh, I'm That's what dying. That was about. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah, the they got the morality of this all wrong. Where it's like people who didn't do anything wrong. Like Jeremy Piven didn't do anything wrong in this episode. He was uh, hit by lightning, by lightning. And it fucked with his brain so bad that he went crazy. It's more like a, a monster movie than anything. It's no. like a monster origin story. Like, like Electro, like you said. No. It's his origin story where... I, I get that you're bad now, but... How much could he really blame the person when they didn't do? What they didn't it, choose it, to do it. In the movie Amazing Spider-Man Two, the electro transformation did not make any sense either. No, so I guess it works. It's one of <laughs> the same here. Yeah, only they spent a lot less money on this. Oh, yes, they did. Jonathan Franks isn't going to spend two hundred fifty million dollars on the gap in Jamie Foxx's teeth. No, he decides after he gets back to his car to walk away. And climb the power lines again and get hit by lightning. And then 
thus begins his his cyclical storyline here. Yeah. Can I laugh at that too? He's doing his uh Harrison Ford ah! Harrison Ford rubber face right here. Yeah. Look at him. I thought this was, he was just back in the hospital again. Yeah. Not the beginning of the episode, which still kind of made no but sense. But listen, it's an extra minute beating his old record by a minute. And 38 minutes. I do. So is he beating his, is, so he's, this isn't earlier, it's the, it's a different day. It's later. It happened again because Forrest's outro here in a second. I believe we have a human record. Oh, that's annoying. Well, the like 13 yeah, ghosts or something. That's pretty bad. Come on, Forrest. Here it comes. Oh, oh, watch. This is the best one. When someone walks by and they try to put him behind him. Yeah. <laughs> what you wish for. They say the drives of the human primate are to breathe, eat, find shelter, and mate. But what part of this psyche is it that never learns when it's had enough? Insurance companies say lightning strikes what does are acts of God. Hey, maybe he or she has nothing to do with it. Maybe they are just doorways to the twilight zone. It doesn't make any sense. It, the whole episode doesn't make any sense, but I liked it a lot, actually. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. It is scatterbrained, because I do think you're right, where it was a pilot, and then they just put a couple Feels episodes like in the one. Yeah. But it was still the best episode of 2002 Twilight Zone. Yeah. I gave it a seven. Oh, my God. Yeah. Frank, you could you... fucking wait until the next episode. We're almost done. <laughs> I'll give it a five. Wow. Okay. It wasn't that great. Like I, I, like I said, it was. It had me for the first twenty minutes, and then it just lost me. And then it got me again. We put his head in the microwave, but that was worthy of a five. It's a five. It's a middle of the road episode. It could have been something interesting, and it just didn't go there. It didn't quite make the mark for me. <laughs> I told Frank was in the back room waiting. He just popped in a minute ago, and I told him to wait, and he left. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're wrapping up right now. That's all I meant. Anyway, um, okay, yeah, I, I don't disagree with anything you said about the story, but I still enjoyed it. All right, let's get out of here. LIWstudios.com for me, Lord Tring and Wonderland on YouTube. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, I'm back from the dead. That was so fucking lame.